Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Rest Easy. I'm Terrence White. Well, it's been a while, of course, and I'm going to tell you that I took a long summer vacation, whether I did or not. Now, let's get started. The question has come up among friends in the death care industry. Why did I care less about you before you were gone? Think about that. Why did I care less about you before you were gone? Many, if not all of you, know that I am a funeral celebrant and have been in the death care business for quite some time, say around 29 years. My job is to meet with families of lost loved ones and plan out a proper eulogy and a funeral service for the dearly departed. Now, to some of you, that sounds like a depressing way to make a living. The truth is, I love sitting with families and listening to stories of someone they just lost to the angels. Some of them I knew, most of them I did not, but I do now. You see, what has happened over time is a transformation of spirits and souls from a place of complete despair to a world of understanding. There's nothing better for a mourning soul than to speak of and relish the memories of the love that they had for someone. Now, I've been asked many times if the pain will subside, and my response is always this. While the pain does subside, the memory remains. You see, it is necessary for you to grieve. Because grieving is a mixture of sorrow and memory of how you loved the one that you lost and how they made you feel. Eventually, the sorrow will dwindle, but you will be reminded of your loved one at certain times that were familiar with both of you. It could be at a show, it could be at the park, it even could be at home or at work. But there's always, there will always be a moment in time that will remind you of the great feeling you had when you were around them. Now, I recently lost my brother, who was my lifeblood, to great memories. All I can think about is how he made me feel when I talked with him or even just being with him. He had a wonderful family who loved him and took good care of him over the years. So I have great love for them as well. The point is, I cannot remember a bad time with my brother. Now I'm sure we had them. Everybody has them. But when it 
became known to me that he is no longer with us, all I could think of was all the good times that we had. All I could remember is how he made me feel. His humor, his dedication to his friends and his family, his love for animals, and of course his talent for bringing his art to life. There's not a lot of time on this earth for any of us, if you think about it. Brother Jim was with us for 74 years, but I only knew him for 70, and his wife and children even less. You see, the magic of life begins with opening our hearts and souls to let others in as he did. How empty would life be if we never loved? How meaningless would our world be if all we thought about was ourselves and believed that we needed no one? In a transcript of the word love from Webster's, it reads as a noun, a strong, positive emotion of regard and affection that contain the actual rendering of spirits within the heart and soul. We speak of love, but we don't actually keep its true meaning when we spew it out like the term of a nervous, like a nervous tick. Religious organizations will ask you to show your love to God, yet you have no idea who God is or how to explain your dismissive response. How can you love someone or something without knowing it or feeling the skin of it? The key is to realize that those you love are the spirit that they call God. That your heart is connected to the soul of another through the spirit of your soul. So don't despair, don't worry that you don't have the secret connection that they seem to have because you really do. Think of when you fall in love or when you are in love or that you love a certain way or people just because of how they treat you. That is your connection to God. Now, this is just my theory, but I am not alone in my assumptions that to love thy neighbor is to love God. All right, so I got off base a little. Let's step back and take a look at why I feel comfortable sitting with families of deceased loved ones and listening to them talk about the life they remember. I always find it interesting that family will always talk about the good times and the bright part of that life. But I find that 
find that to be refreshing and it gives me reason to let my memories be of the good times and let the bad roll off my back. Sound familiar? So, why does death force our brains to become more respectable than any other time? Well, it brings us to the realization that we will no longer have a conversation with our loved one. It forces us to rely on our true feelings. We begin to absorb all the lessons of life and finally come to grips with what is truly important. And that is usually all the good times you had with your friend or family member and all that was good about your relationship. More right after this short break. Welcome back, folks. Well, I think we nailed the ever-fleeting question of why did I not care as much about you until you were gone. Often, you will be reminded to visit the family and friends that you have while they're still alive. And often, we understand the concept, but life gets in the way. Yes, life does get in the way. That is our society. And then guilt sets in after they're gone. You do all you can to remedy those rotting feelings you have that you have failed as a human being. Well, I can tell you from all the experience that I have had with families, that we are a nation of guilt-driven humans, ceremoniously driven and rapidly losing our grasp on humanity. All I can tell you is to relax and take a load off, take it easy. There's no reason to get so bent out of shape over lost connections. We are in a society that asks way too much of ourselves. We are busy making a living and putting food on the table or fixing windows or helping kids study for exams, whatever takes up your time. The remedy for this lack of physical connection is to always leave them when you do see them with a I love you or a good joke or anything that makes them smile. They will always know you care. Stop the guilt by letting everyone know you care, but you are busy. In our world, anyone will understand that because, well, we are all busy. 
take the opportunity that arrives. Make time on your calendar for these visits. It's good for you and it's good for them. We live in a guilt-driven society. We need to step back and realize that life is not that long. Live it with a smile and things will improve. I have a daughter who is always looking for ways to improve, improve life for others, for society, for the human race. She doesn't relax much until she sees progress. Sometimes I wonder if to progress is to relax. Thank you all for listening today. I hope I made somebody's day just a little better if just one of you. So until next time, this is Terrence White and rest easy.